Hey, welcome back to Other Moves, the podcast about introspection and observation. I'm Glenn Mann. Thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a while since an episode, been about two weeks. I apologize for that. Uh, the reason why is I don't really like doing episodes unless I feel like there's something I really want to say. And there's sometimes when I've just done episodes just to do episodes because we kind of live in this world where sometimes you feel pressured to produce content. And none doesn't really quite come out the way I want to. So I kind of want to be a little bit uh, deliberate when I do an episode. But I definitely want to do these more frequently. So recently, uh, I just did a video on my Instagram uh, just yesterday before recording this. And I was trying to, I was answering a very important question. One of the most meaningful questions that's ever existed. And that question is, what's the meaning of life? And just to sort of, well, you can go to my Instagram if you want to see it. That's at Glenn Price Man. Glenn, two ends, Price Man with two ends. You know the deal. But I will just give you like a short rundown of what I said. And my answer for that question, what is the meaning of life, is blank. Meaning... Do I have an answer? Or maybe not? Maybe a non-answer is the best answer. And uh, what I'm trying to say is, regardless, if you think of the universe as just a random place where things happen, or you think there's a divine plan, there's some order to all of this, regardless of how you feel either way, uh, the bottom line is, you're here. And... Why you're here, how you got here, what are you doing here? The bottom line is you're here. And what are you doing? Or what do you want to do? Or what are you trying to do? Or maybe you don't want to do anything. But that's the sort of the short version of that video. And that's why I say the answer for that question is shouldn't be answered. I think that blank space is where the true answer is, the answer beyond words. And, you know, they always, you know, they often say, you know, music is made, music is the space between the notes, right? Uh, that space where there's no notes being played. That's when, that's, that's how the song is made. That's the construction, that's the, the composition. And I think many times when we are dealing with, uh, these huge questions that people for thousands of years now really have pondered, right? People have sort of uh, looked and examined these questions, and they're important questions, and they're part of the reason why we're human beings is because we actually sit around and think about these questions. But sometimes we get so wrapped up in there being an answer or the possibility of being an answer uh, that we kind of forget just become distracted or forget or sometimes we feel like we're wandering when maybe wandering is okay uh, maybe you know that is the purpose of of everything if everything has a purpose I think you kind of get the idea of what I'm talking about and there's certain there's certain freedom in the unknown there's certain free there's certain freedom 
in just letting things unfold. I don't know if you've ever taken a, an improv class, and I recommend improv at least one time for every single person in the world, really. Uh, regardless if you have sort of inclinations or, or aspirations to perform or not. Uh, what makes improv really beautiful is that you are sort of locked into that moment and you are sort of having an agreement with the unknown and you are following along. Uh, someone is sort of propositioning a scene, a scenario, and you, and you just respond to it and your response invokes another response and there's just this flow to it. And if improv isn't the right, you know, sort of framework for you to get around it, maybe it's like a, a jam session or just, you know, some jazz musicians uh, and you're just listening to them. Uh, there's a framework, but there's a lot of just, we don't know what's going to happen. And that's where sort of, that's where the magic happens in that unknown sort of uh, space. And... But it's, but it's reasonable, it's understandable why we have so many questions, why we, there are so many books and lectures and podcasts and about these issues. We want to know. There's something inside of us uh, that is driven to know more about ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I think sometimes we can get so lost in that, thinking finding the answer is the purpose. Where I think just living or just being it can be purposeful enough meaningful enough you know as a some people some people don't believe life has meaning it's just random some people believe that there's a sort of divine plan some people believe you you know life is meaningful because you make it meaningful and all those things are, are, are worthy but what I'm trying to say is what if it's all of that and none of that it can be that if you want it to be, but if it's nothing, that can be too. And I think, you know, I think there's liberty that can be found sort of that in scenario. Because look, words are important, right? It's how we communicate. But words sometimes can get in the way. Sometimes the best conversations uh, are speechless. Uh, you ever had a conversation with someone that didn't involve words. You just sort of looked at each other, right? You just looked each other in the eyes and you kind of knew uh, what was being communicated. And that can be in a romantic relationship. That can be in a friendship. That could be in, at work. That could be in sports. That could, you know, could be one basketball player dribbling up the court and he looks ahead and he makes eye contact with one of his teammates and that teammate looks at him and he just, they just click. And he passes the ball, or he alley-oops it, and the guy slams it down. And I apologize for the sports analogy if you don't really follow sports. But I think you get the, the idea of what I'm talking about. And sometimes it's this communication without words that really can convey um, the truth or, or, and what we're feeling. And I believe... Uh, I don't know if he coined the phrase or not, but I think it was William Burroughs who uh, referenced the words being a virus. That that language uh, somehow inhibits human development. Uh, now, I don't know if I would go that far, but I think uh, he does have a point that sometimes uh, we are so enamored 
uh, with our thoughts and uh, the process how we got there and conveying and expressing that to people. Because sometimes it kind of obstructs and distracts from what is. And I think, you know, sometimes your words are important, but sometimes no words at all are just as important. So I know I've used, I've had like a, I've used, I've used like an entire basket of uh, analogies here. Improv, basketball, music. Uh, I'm trying to, maybe I can think of one more before I end it. But, you know, I think when we're dealing with questions about meaning and, you know, we're always, we're trying to figure things out. That's who we are as human beings. We're always trying to figure things out. And sometimes not figuring out is the way. And, you know, that, you know, I've talked before about mindfulness and silence and meditation. And there's a reason why those things are so popular and those methods uh, now sort of transcend any kind of sort of religion or beliefs or uh, geography because people have, they discovered or they found out for themselves that, hey, you know, the, the mind uh, is constantly running. And in fact, I had a question on my Instagram last week that I thought was pretty, I thought it was interesting. Maybe no one else thought it was interesting. But it's about your inner voice, you know, that voice that is always there. It's been there as long as you can remember, since you were a kid and now until you're an adult. And I was wondering, do you remember the sound and tone of your inner voice when you were young, when you were a kid? And how does it differ from the sound of your inner voice, the tone, as an adult? Can, do you remember the difference? Can you recognize the difference? The reason why I had that question because I was it just sort of came up upon me the other day, and I was thinking, I don't really wow. I was like, can I really make a distinction uh, between that voice, adult inner voice, and ch- you know the child inner voice? Even though as an adult, I know more than the the child version of me. I have more knowledge. I have more experience. But is that voice? Uh, really any different and to be honest with you I can't really say I don't I, I can't remember I don't know and that's how and that kind of opens up a whole another level of questions about consciousness and the subconscious and uh, that sounds like in completely not another episode but it still kind of fits in uh, to what I'm talking about which is about sort of the blank spaces the silence and what it all means if it means anything, and perhaps that is the meaning. So on that note, I'm going to get out of here. Find me on Twitter and Instagram. I told you before, the handle at Glenn Price Man. Uh, you can also email me. You can uh, podcast at manglenn.com. You can find all that in the notes of the podcast. And, uh if you would like to contribute a little something to the, the banking of this podcast, you can hit me up on Venmo with the handle at manglen, which is also on the thing in the notes. Uh, thank you for listening. Take care of yourself. This has been Other Moods.